0: What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Neil Starling, and I am back here with another podcast. This is actually the second part about the one that I did previously, The Truth About Porn, Part Two. This is also the reason that I personally stopped masturbating, and I want to speak about how I feel that it's helped me in my personal life outside of the obvious, right? So I want to preface this once again by saying, first and foremost, I personally don't have anything against masturbation. As a matter of fact, I think it's a healthy thing. I believe that it not only reduces stress, it can actually help you fall asleep in certain circumstances if that's something you have difficulty doing. If you are an individual that doesn't particularly have much luck with the opposite or same sex, it can help relieve a lot of that build-up tension that you have as far as not being able to hook up with someone. And um, let's face it, for general cleanliness and cleaning of your equipment, it, it actually helps you with that as well. So so there's a myriad of different benefits to actually masturbating, but there is a dark side just like anything else. And in the first part, I previously discussed about how it can help you in terms of your energy reserves, um, helping you have more mental clarity, not having as much brain fog and just giving you more general motivation to actually go out there and accomplish your goals i mean why wouldn't you want to accomplish your goals right i think that's something that's important so i wanted to actually take the second part of this video to discuss more on the uh, sexual end of that spectrum in terms of how it helps you more in your sexual life so i devised a couple of different means that i believe can actually help you when it comes to you abstaining from masturbation now granted I'm not going to sit here and pretend that you shouldn't do it once in a while. Heck, you know what? If you got to let it out once in a while, do it. Just don't make it a daily thing. Don't make it something that you look forward to every night when you get home from work or whatever the case may be. Let it be something that's that should only be done when absolutely necessary, not just because you have a compulsion that requires you to constantly do it. Because at the end of the day, that doesn't help anybody, including yourself. So uh, the first thing I want to talk about is how it actually helps you delete your approach anxiety, right? Now, what's your approach anxiety? You're probably wondering to yourself. It's the process of you actually going up to a fellow human being and having a conversation with them. Now, this can work in a different manner of ways. For example... Maybe you want to apply for a job and you're scared that your boss is not going to think that you're qualified enough or whatever the case may be. If you have approach anxiety, you're going to be scared to actually go up to them and tell them, Hey, I think I deserve an opportunity at this position. At the very least, I want to get an interview and see where I go from here. Am I qualified? Am I someone that has the ability to actually get the job done, right? So that's just like a regular example of your approach anxiety and how it helps you in the real world. But this is more on the sexual side of the spectrum, like I said, so we're going to discuss that. So example, right? Let's say you're at a place where you would meet the opposite or same sex. You're at a bar, a lounge, a club, a gym, library, supermarket, There's a lot of different places, right? I mean, I guess if you're just outside in general, right, it doesn't specifically have to be a place like that. But here's the thing, right? If you're going out and you're talking to another person, if you're constantly masturbating and you're just at home rubbing one out after the other, after the other, after another, it's not going to help you. Because when you actually have to approach an individual in the real world, you don't feel like you have to. You're kind of just like, eh, you know what? I'm okay. It is what it is. If they say no, then they say no, and I move on with the rest of my day. But here's the thing you'll never actually know if they're going to say anything to you because half the time you won't approach them. You'll be scared. You'll have sort of a nihilistic perspective when it comes to actually going up to somebody. You know, you'll probably tell yourself, eh, what's the point? I'm going to get rejected. She doesn't want to talk to me. He doesn't want to talk to me. I'm not good enough you know the world's there's no purpose in anything. We're all just going to like burn up in flames one day. Everything's going to go to shit. And you know what? If that's the mentality that you actually go in there with, then that's exactly what's going to end up happening. So, if your approach anxiety isn't there, you'll you will have the courage, you will have the guts, you will have that guile to actually go up to somebody and just be like, "Hey, how's it going? What's your name? Can I buy you a drink? How's your night going?" You know, simple little things, because realistically, it isn't that difficult to actually talk to another person. It's not. Everybody makes it seem like it's this otherworldly thing where you have to dissect the individual's words and, you know, you got to discover the true meaning of what they were saying. No, that's a lot of horse manure. It's nonsense. Okay. They are a fellow human being just like you. Okay. They get nervous the same way you do They also uh, have approach anxiety just like anybody else does. Right. Because at the end of the day, I think we forget that we're dealing with fellow human beings. So if you refrain from masturbation, you're going to have the courage to talk to somebody else, because let's face it, that's the only way you're going to end up getting laid. All right. That's the only way that you're going to end up being able to relieve yourself. If those are the rules that you're working with, if those are the parameters that you have set for yourself. Right. So that being said. You'll have the courage to go up to somebody. And I think that's important because us as human beings, why wouldn't we want to do that? Why would you want to limit yourself to talking to somebody just because you have an option of just going home and rubbing one out at the end of the night? Think of it like this, right? Let's say you have a spoiled child and the child doesn't want to eat the dinner that you provided. Maybe they don't like cucumbers. Maybe they don't like salad. They probably don't like rice and beans. But you know what they do love? They love Fruit Loops and you got a box of Fruit Loops on top of your refrigerator. Your child will not want to eat the food that you provided. He's gonna He or she will want a bowl of cereal instead. Now, if you take the cereal away, the child is gonna have no choice but to eat the dinner because if not, they're gonna starve. Let's face it, right? If you're gonna be a hard ass and you're gonna press your children and tell them, hey, you know what? No, this is what I made for you. There's no more cereal. You either eat this or starve. Do you know what's gonna happen? the kid is gonna eat the dinner that you provided for them because if they don't, then they're gonna go hungry. If the option of masturbation is taken away from you, then the only way that you're gonna be able to relieve yourself once more is by talking to another individual. Hence, approach anxiety goes poof right out the window, right? So I'm gonna to get to my next point, okay? The concept of desensitization and no longer being stimulated by someone that you connect with, someone that you have a bond with, if you are constantly looking at pornography and you're looking at a bunch of different weird things that just go on on the Internet, you're not going to be as attracted to your partner. You're going to look at them as if they're not adequate enough and you're probably going to have difficulty getting an erection right now. Us as human beings, us as males, we have the burden of performance in the sense that if we do not get an erection, the sex is not going to happen unless you're content with foreplay and oral the sex will not happen. There will be no penetration. Your partner's probably not gonna be very happy about that or at the very least someone that actually wanted to go home with you for the night. You know, you don't wanna make a bad first impression because typically most of the time we only get one chance. So the burden of performance is on us to make sure that we can satisfy our partner. If you're constantly looking at pornography, you're gonna have difficulty getting an erection. Let's face it, if you're in your 20s, if you're in your 30s, 40s, There should be no reason, okay, and I mean absolutely no reason that you require some sort of Viagra or some sort of medication that allows you to to maintain or even get an erection to begin with. All you got to do is just not jerk off so much. I mean, come on, fellas, what are we doing here? Why are we constantly letting go of our life essence just for a few seconds of pleasure and then we have to clean up afterwards and then we get nothing out of it, okay? Because you're not going to get anything out of it. And then when you actually do hook up with a a fellow human being that actually was and is willing to give themselves to you, which is something that's very personal, by the way. okay, that is a form of trust. That is a form of love. That is a form of communication. If somebody is willing to give themselves to you, it means something. All right. Well, to some people, at least it does. (laughs) It depends on, you know, on what you do. But regardless of the case, you want to make sure that you do that. okay? and that's another thing. It'll help you because let's face it. You don't need a prescription to jerk off. I bet you you don't have any problems getting an erection when you're you're masturbating because, again, you're desensitizing yourself. You're getting so much mental stimulation from this screen that you're staring at that another human being just doesn't do it for you anymore because you can't hit pause or you can't fast forward or you can't just switch to another scene. No, you can't just change one person for another right away in the moment. You have to deal with the person that's there right in front of you. And I guarantee you, give yourself like a good week. If you have trouble getting an erection, give yourself a good week without doing that. And I guarantee you that as soon as you get with a partner, that individual just like whispering in your ear, the soft sound of their voice and their breath tingling on your ear, a touch, a kiss, it will activate you and you will be able to perform. I guarantee you that, trust me, that's a real life thing, okay? You don't have to take human growth hormones. You don't have to do a bunch of testosterone replacement therapy, okay? These are things that naturally come to you if you take better care of yourself, if you exercise more often, and you eat healthier, you get some better sleep, and you refrain from masturbation so much. I guarantee you, you're not going to have to be a guy in his mid to late 30s having to you know, take all this extra additional medication just so that you could give your partner the illusion that you can actually perform because that's what it is. It's an illusion. What happens when you don't have that stuff? What happens when you no longer have the medication required to actually satisfy your partner? What if you forgot to take it one day? What if you went on a camping trip with your partner and you didn't take any of that stuff with you and then you're laying down, you know, surrounded by nature and you can't rise to the occasion, right? Now what happened? Exactly. So you want to avoid that, okay? These are just a couple of small little things that help you. Another thing that I think is very important, and I don't really think this is something that's discussed very often when it comes to this particular topic, and I think it's just generally having a connection with a fellow human being, okay? Now, what does that mean? Good, I'll explain it to you. Having a real connection. I'm talking about the type of connection that you get excited just by being around them. You don't even have to be doing a sexual act. You could just be hanging out. You could be making dinner together you could be watching television, you could just be taking a walk outside or sitting next to each other not saying anything at all, but you still have a connection with that person. It's almost sort of like a, a symbiotic, psychological, mental connection that you have with each other, right? And that goes away when you constantly masturbate because it kind of puts you in your own realm. And let's face it, fellas and ladies, when you're constantly doing that stuff, you get a little nihilistic on the way you believe the world works because Your passion goes down, right? Your performance goes down. Everything goes down. So it's it actually starts to affect you on a psychological level because now you're thinking to yourself, Hey, you know what? What's the point? Why am I doing any of this? It doesn't really matter. You know, and you want to avoid that because come on now, we're better than that. Okay. If our ancestors had that same mentality that we all have now, we wouldn't have built skyscrapers, we wouldn't have gone to space, you know, we wouldn't have had the internet and we wouldn't have technology like this available to us right now, okay? Everything that we do, everything that we've accomplished up until this point, you know what it is? It's our sexual energy. That's what it is. If we can refrain from pleasing ourselves and we could be about our purpose and we go to the gym and we get in better shape, we start reading more, we start to learn more, we better our lives in such a way that allows us to continue to evolve as a species, okay, as a human race the dominant race on this planet, because let's face it, there's no animals out there that are ruling the world. We are. And do you know why? Because we can communicate. We have a higher level of consciousness that a lot of other species don't have, you know, because if you think about it, a tiger, a lion, a zebra, a gazelle, whatever the case may be, they all have their place in nature. They do the same thing every day. They hunt, they bring back to their young, and they rinse and repeat the same process over again. They try to stay safe. Right. But what do we do? We think on a different level. We think on a on a different side of the spectrum. We always try to find different ways to innovate and improve everything so that we can better our lives and make everything easier for us going forward. But how are we going to do that if we're constantly sitting down in a dark room with our cell phone in our hands, just like whacking it? Right. No, don't do that. Now, again, I've been rambling on long enough. So I'm going to end the video here. But I will say this, okay? Once more, I'm not against it. If you feel that it's something that you have to do, absolutely do it. I get it. Not all of us are perfect tens. Not all of us are models. Some of us can't sing or dance. So you know what? Sometimes we're in a situation where that's something that we actually do have to do. But if you're not that type of individual, okay, and you can better your life, save your energy, save your life essence, because that's what it is. That's your seed. That's your life. Okay, and if you're constantly just throwing it away on a napkin, then you're going to throw everything else away along with it. You're going to throw away your hopes. You're going to throw away your dreams. And I'm not even being facetious here. I really mean it, okay? Because think about somebody that constantly does it on a daily basis. Someone that does it very habitually, you know? A lot of the times, once they're done, that's it. They're drained. They don't want to do anything else. Let's avoid that in the future, okay? (laughs) Anyway, I think I rambled on long enough. I finally brought you part two of this video, and I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that I got it off my chest. I'll be posting this up. And I'll be doing another video sometime this week, maybe tomorrow or the following day. I'm going to utilize my newfound ability to actually (laughs) produce content and just live my life a little more because I'm not wasting it all away on a napkin. With that said, done.